You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It is time for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. As always, I am your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. So pumped to be here for an NFL Week 16. Can you believe it? We're here already. Playoff push. It's not even a push anymore. It's like we're seeing the head coming out already, okay? Is it a boy or a girl? Is it a win or a loss? We're going to see that this week, and we have a very, very special guest in tow. Unfortunately, the Woodman, David Woody, won't be here, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna do him justice here. We're, we're going we're gonna to give these picks only one way that he likes them. You do them. me hard. Will do, Woodman. Say no more. Live on Twitch, we appreciate everybody that's rocking every Wednesday night here in the lounge, twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. Wednesday evenings, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We're rocking and rolling. Of course, the podcast available immediately after, uh, but without further ado. A man who thinks that putting ketchup with eggs is childish. It's your boy, our boy, Jonathan Blevins, at Bearded Blevins. Look at this guy. My man. Yeah, you know what? He, he deserves. Let's he go. Deserves, he deserves a round of applause, buddy. Whoa. Whoa. Look at this guy here. Rocking the blue. The Detroit fandom is running rampant on the dungeon today. JB, how are you, my friend? Let's win some dough. I'm feeling great. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. And uh, my tag team partner this year with parlays, uh, just, I mean, we've had our we've had our fun. We've had, we've, had, we've, we've had some wins, dude. It's been, I've, I'm on a heater in the last two months. November, December are my two best betting months in my betting life. Is that, I, I believe November, December is probably where we became friends. Like, is that a coincidence? Well, I, October was not good for me. I think that's actually when we started. Wow. Wow. My point is you taught me in October I'm embarrassed. to fly. Yeah. So that I could fly in November, December. You know what I mean? Sea wings, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 100%. JB's on point. Uh, at Bearded Blevins is where you're going to find my man Pots and Pants on Twitch and all over his socials. Uh, the single best Twitch community you can find out there. Um, so pumped to have this relationship with my man. And uh, we've come a long way. And we're going to have some fun tonight. We see a lot yes. of the Blevins crew in the chat. A lot of the Dungeoners here as well. Yo, Don Joners, let's welcome the Blevins crew over here, and uh, let's have ourselves a heck of an NFL Week 16 uh, Degenerate Dungeon Bagels and Locks show that we do every Sunday morning. We'll be here Sunday morning, uh, Christmas Eve. We're not taking it off, ladies and gentlemen, 10 a.m. right here in the lounge, Twitch only. But speaking of the Bagels and Locks show, a little schedule update. Um, like I mentioned, see you Christmas Eve. Next week's Degenerate Dungeon podcast will be available podcast only. There will not be a live stream for the Dungeon uh, next Wednesday night on Twitch. So podcast will hit you. Woodman and I will knock one out when we can get the time to do so. So, yeah, make sure if you're hearing this show right now and you somehow have not yet subscribed to it, please do so wherever you rock your pods while you're at it. We big time appreciate you leaving a nice rating review, or as uh, a friend of ours would like to say, just let one person know about the show. You know, where's our boy? Give it to him, Fife. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a All of those folks would suffice. At GCN Sports is where you find us on X and Mr. Uh, Jonathan Blevins here, at Bearded Blevins also on X. Is that correct? That's correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Uh, and of course, the network, the Nash, the Glass Cannon Network uh, at Glass Cannon Pod. Uh, as we do always, we start off the show, JB, with giving an update on our Guillotine League standings, and um, we're down to two. Uh, we had two Glass Cannon folks, and then our boy Scotty, who was in there. Let me bring up the Degenerate Don John here. Let's go. Where am I? Boom, boom. There it is. All right. 
my other league, the pig. That's my home league. Didn't win on that one either, as you saw him X'd out. Here we go. Scotty's still alive. It's V-Flag in the chat today. There he is. What is good, my man? Keep up the good work as Joey OB. Mr. O'Brien fell to the chop, the guillotine chop. We hardly knew you, Joseph. It was a good one. Only lost by about a point last week. Now, our final two. V-Flag, Scotty P up against the Woodman, David Woody. The Woodman takes a week off when he could talk his biggest smack. But believe me, uh, Scott, I'm sure he'll he'll be doing so on Sunday morning. Tease um, me, Daddy. Why, we'll see. Maybe you can tease yourself with a W there, Woodman. But V-Flag, yo, dude, good, good week. K-Rob says RIP Joe. He'll be back at it. You know, it was, it was a good effort. But uh, more power to Scotty. And now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the cream of the crop, we like to do something we like to call, what are we drinking? Better known as America's favorite segment. A bit of the bubbly. And as always, we got to let the guests go. What would my manners be if I didn't? JB, are you having a libation this evening? I am. I got to tell you, uh, we have a, f- a fantasy football punishment in our league that is new this year. Every week, the team who scores the lowest points has to shotgun a 24-ounce beer. Yo, I have what? I have not shotgunned a beer. I'm 36 years old. I've not shotgunned a beer since I was 20 years old, 21. Uh, so... I was going to do a Guinness because I don't like a lot of the, 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 you know, the, the carbonation messes with my stomach these days in my old age. I drink bourbon instead. So I was going to do a Guinness instead. I have a high life. I was going to do it tonight. Mm. I was going to do it on the show. I don't know if it's against TOS. So instead I'm going to do it after the show and record it. But that said, I am sipping on a little Elijah Craig straight mm. rye. Look at that. A ni- oh, a nice little rye there. Guy is drunk, but there he goes. It's all right. You know, oh, look. Look at that fine little glass, too. Dude, this this glass is perfect because the ice doesn't melt. It just keeps it nice and cold because it's such a thick thing of ice, so it's not diluting it. Oh, it's perfect. Dude, I thought that was like the uh, aesthetics of the glass with like a little bit of a snowy edge. Was that actually the piece of ice that was? Yeah, that's the ice, baby. It's just it's just hanging out there. And, oh, and again, like you can tell, it's not melting almost at all. So it's just keeping it Thanks. nice and chilly which I like sometimes. Sometimes they go neat, but tonight I want it a little cold. It's almost like he's been here before. He's Ooh. done that before. My man, right. that looks delicious. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do something I haven't done in a while, and it's have a brew that I've never had, ever. Um, shout out to my man, Pots and Pans, Muscles Marinara, my beer connoisseur, my beer vegetable crisper drawer uh, aficionado. He likes to fill that every now and again. So, yeah, here's some show beers. And this is uh, definitely, you've heard of this brewery on the show plenty of times, our friends at Other Half Brewing. But I've yet to have this, a double dry hopped Indian pale, uh, India Pale Ale. Bagel and schmear is Ooh. what we got coming down the hatch here. Coming down the chimney. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to try this bad boy. Double dry hopped. I don't even know the percentage. Dude, tell me about it. Is it just a fun Is it just a fun name or is there going to be some type of Let's see here. sesame seed everything flavor in there? Dude, well, sesame Maybe a seed little creme chez. A la creme chez. Yeah, the wife started doing like the vegetable creme chez for a little bit. I'm like, nah, dude, I ain't my stuff. Um, yo, this is thick. That so looks nice. Got, the color is, is aces. Like this is my favorite color for a brewski tusk. It reminds me of my wrenches and all that good stuff. Let me see what we got going on. Ooh. Dude, I, I want to visit you just for the brewery. I mean, and friendship. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know, it goes in order. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Uh-oh. What is... Whoa. I got to check hot out. Hot or what? It is so fucking smooth. What is the... Uh, what's the Richter scale here? 7.5. Okay. I thought it might be a little heavier. Not by taste. This is, I don't know if Road Dog's here. This is pseudo-crushable. He always asks about crushable index. That is scary. It's delicious. It goes Ooh. down like swill, which could be bad news. But if you're looking for, that's a refreshing, John, I would say. I'm going to give that a nice 4.25 out of 5, which is a huge rating here in the dungeon. Anything 4 and up is a must-get. 4.25 is a def- definite must-get. Whoa, bagel and schmear. Let's have at it. Mm. I don't even want to do the show now. I just want to keep drinking that bad boy. But then again, I think maybe I do want to do the show. 
You know why? Your boy's on fire. Okay. Well, I, I just I can't stop. I can't stop. We're having we're having the best time here on the dungeon. I am uh one oh and one last week, but I'll, I'll tell you what, shout out by the way for that tie ball game. Shout out to Mr. Flacco and boys for getting back in that game to push one of my picks of the week. And also, uh, was that on our NFL? Was No, that wasn't on our NFL one. We had the under on that game, which yeah. hit by a point, yeah. which oh, was, was cool. close. But sometimes it's so funny, dude. Like a push feels like a win sometimes. Yeah. Last week, JB, uh, Browns minus three was my play of the week. One of my two plays of the week, I should say. And it's one of my favorite things about this funky thing we like to call sports betting. Like, it's like a, a backdoor cover. Yeah. Sometimes it just feels better. Oh, you know what? I got a nice little drop here. But I'll say, sometimes it feels better, John, to get away with something that you kn- had, you know, you know, you had no business of winning. The dashi of the basha. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes the dirty of the batter. That might I be the it. new. Maybe I should. I was going to do like a Christmas uh, entitlement to this show. Put a nice little title, Christmassy, you know, pun. But I don't know. I think our girl Millie might have it for the us. The dashi of the basha. I, I just had to. T- <laughs> I had to throw that out there. So good, John. Can can you give a little bit of a, a reasoning why I had to send that drop there? Yeah. So my little brother is uh, Ninja. He's a big Fortnite streamer. For those who don't know him, blue hair looks a little bit like Ellen, but a lot more handsome. <laughs> and uh, for some reason, he heard that clip of of uh, Millie. Bobby, Bobby Brown, yeah, Brown, Bobby Brown's right? second eleven wife's in, daughter, uh, eleven in uh, Stranger Things, and she's doing this interview and she's being serious. She's talking about carrots, and she looks at it and she's like, "This carrot's nice, and this carrot's nice, but this one's better." The Dacia, the Pata, and it's like, <laughs> the "What?" Dacia, the the Basha. <laughs> it's so funny, and so my brother, like, because he's just dramatic, like he. His pronunciation, the way he does it, is he just <laughs> overdoes it because he thinks it's funny. It is funny. She's been memed all over the place. But he's my brother will go, the Dodger, the Meta. <laughs> As one who has yet to hear Ty pronounce it, I can, I don't think I need to you hear it. I can friggin' hear it already just knowing him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's incredible. Liam, I know you're across the pond. What do you think about uh, Millie? There he is, Liam. What's up, my man? Pots of pans. He's over there. Maybe, uh, maybe you can tell us about Millie. Is, is she is she a big big time over there? But she is uh, she's something else. Um, but what else is also something else is making that dough, and it is officially time to for some plays of the week. Ooh. All right, um, I'll tell you what, your boy Hollywood here on the dungeon on the podcast twenty two six and two. For my plays of the week this season, I'm up 15.78 units, JB, on those on the Bagels and Locks, our Sunday Twitch only stream here in the lounge. 10 and 4 for an additional 5.8 units. All together between the two shows, 32, 10 and 2, and a total of 21.62 units. And I ain't looking to stop anytime soon. Oh, good for you. Telling you, it's time. Oh, Oh, Liam's Aussie, not Brett. My bad. It's same, same now. Is that a... That's, that's I used part. to be the same, same. Not anymore. You know? No, party foul on my part. But Liam, it doesn't matter when we're making money. We're all the same, right? We're just we're just breadwinners here. JB's going to take us to the promised land to start. I normally say it about the Woodman. I'm sure he would be okay with me saying it. Tonight, leading off, playing center field. It's your boy, Jonathan Blevins. Plays of the week, JB. I get to go first. First, always. What would I be otherwise? Dude, I got to tell you, man. I'm I'm really I don't understand this line. It's moved a little bit. It's free for me. It's free money. I don't want to say it's free money. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. I, I don't want to lead someone on. But dude, I got to tell you, the way that the Buffalo Bills are playing right now. They are one of the Best teams in the league, in my opinion, right now. They're number two ranked offense DVOA, which is my favorite uh, way to look at games here. They're going up against the LA Chargers. That line started on some sites as Bills minus 14. It sure did. Uh, it is now moved to Bills minus 11, although ESPN bet has it uh, at, at minus 12 still. I got 11 uh, I and a half see, right now on DK. 11 and a half on DK right now. And 12 and a half on FanDuel. So let's go yeah. DK. So, I mean, let me just say, dude, the Chargers are, are cooked. Uh, their QB, obviously, Herbert's out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, their their backup did not look good at all the other day on prime time. By the way, shouldn't he be playing uh, hockey with a name it, like Easton Stick? Yes, he should. And, and by the way, I like that kid. Like he's fine. He's gonna. I think like he's gonna put some numbers up as far yardage wise. I'm, yeah. I'm avoiding all that stuff. Like Eckler's gonna f- go off. I think. I think Keenan Allen, if he plays, is gonna get you know 100 plus yards. But the Chargers, like Herbert, never helped them on defense, dude. No, the, the, the Chargers have the 28th worst defense ranked defense in the league. They're horrific. And the Bills are are vibing right now. So yeah. for me, minus 11 and a half in a primetime game when the Bills are hungry and the Chargers season's over and say, save me from this, like miss me with the whole, oh, they have a new coach. They're going to be fired up. Uh, that, dude. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could you could put you could give them Bill Belichick. Or Mike Tomlin, or you put insert coach there. That's not going to help them against this Bills team right now. I think the Bills win that game by twenty. Uh, and so for me, Bills minus eleven and a half is just free, dude. It's the smartest thing of the night. I'm telling you, I had this on. I, this would have been fun to come into this show and me and you agree right off the bat. And this was, and this is not blowing smoke. This was cutting room floor. This was my number three pick of the week. Really. I looked at this, John, and was like, how do I not? Like, I, I get it. The 11 and a half, people think it's a big spread. You've heard me win on, you know, covering big spreads before. 11 and a half, when it started at 14, obviously the money is coming in on the Chargers. The Sharps are coming in on the Chargers. Like, but this year, that has nothing to do with my mindset. I'm right with you. I just like two more better, but like, I am. All over this too. So, you know, you you know me. I would tell you if I was ah, no, not my style. This is a home Dude, run, dog. I got a little, I got a little nugget for you too, just to 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 make it more fun to bet on. Right. The Chargers have not been double digit underdogs since 1998, week 13 against the Broncos. Who's that? Stan Humphreys under center. Dude, this is the wor- This is the biggest spread for them ever. That's crazy. Since I 1998, have... and it's a home run. Like it's, it, I'm surprised it's not 17. Big time, big time. KG, I see in the chat. What's up, KG? Hit 7 out of 11 in the college basketball parlay with JB. Look, I'll tell you what. JB all across the sports landscape is is, is murdering it right now. College basketball. He'll tell you, be like, yo, you want to take, uh, I don't know, Fairly Dickinson. I'm telling you. This one, you'll be like, no, high I don't point. know. High point is high, awesome. High point. There you go. You know, I, I thought that was a movie with Chris Tucker and Ice Cube. But, uh, yeah. So, JB is on point. So we're going to listen to him. We're going to listen to him. What kind of shit is that? Well, we'll see. But here we go. My play of the week. Let's head to a little spot. Let me look and see. Get DK in order. I'll tell you what. As often happens in my favorite play of the week, what you're about to hear will be totally void of analytics, stats, trends, you know, all the handicapper mumbo jumbo. It's all about feel for this one. You know how much money I've made on that approach today. We're getting late in the season. It's kind of hard to 100% be accurate with the feel approach. Normally mid-season, you know, after a month of the year, you can really get it. But I'm trying to get ensconced, okay, in the feel of where the players are mentally. So let me go ahead and bring up this one game. On on, on the one side of this game, let me go ahead and, and, and show it here. I'm going to go ahead. And let's see where you think I'm going on this bad boy. We are going to Nashville. Seahawks minus two and a half. Tennessee plus two and a half. All right. So on one side to me, there's the feel of what it must be like to lose a game after leading the whole time. The feel of having your future out there and you give something to look forward to and then it gets hurt. And the sight of seeing your franchise most well-known player ever pretty much saying like you know he's gonna try and really remember these last three games let him sink in because it's probably going to be his last with the team and then you have the feel of a coach who is one of the most competitive I've ever seen a guy who you could never count out in Mike Vrabel until lately as he looks like a deer in the headlights in my eyes I've never seen this look from Mike Rabel before. I, I'm convinced his mind's el- elsewhere. As a matter of fact, JB, hot take. I think his mind has taken off and has already landed in Foxborough. Whoa. But 
the fan- franchise's best player I was alluding to, Derek Henry, of course, he's on his way out. He won't be there next yep. year. And the Tennessee Titans look like a bunch of kids who lost their p- puppy. I'm telling you. So, meanwhile, let's go to the other side of the coin. Seahawks look like the teams the Titans used to be every week. The never give up attitude, it's there, it's present. And it damn well better be since literally knocking on the door of the playoffs right now. They're tied for the last spot in the playoffs. A tiebreaker takes them out of it to the Rams. But let's get a feel for them, why don't we? Coming off a victory against Philly that should catapult them as far as intensity uh, with that miracle grab, by the way, by JSN. What a catch. Unbelievable catch. But if that catch doesn't happen, if they don't come back with Drew Locke in that kind of manner, I think the Seahawks mentally are fried. I think they're done. But now they have that new life and certainly the personnel to fan those once damp embers into a roaring fire. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Kenny Walker. You know, first of all, Metcalf Lockett, the best wide receiver duo probably the last 10 years easily. Uh, They're pretty much absent for like, what, 90% of that Monday Night Football game? So Geno's probably back in the fold for this one. The Seattle defense here, they sport two incredible cornerbacks. JB knows uh, he's he's with me on a Devin Witherspoon love. I love that Mm. cat. And then you got Rick Woolen, who's unbelievable too. I have a feeling like their defensive coordinator can kind of get a little loose, get a little scary, get a little aggressive with his play calling here because the Titans receiving core, it's one deep tops. If he's having a bad game, it's over and and DeAndre Hopkins. So to me, I can just see a world in which Tennessee comes out with no fire. And, And I think Seattle must bring the heat. So, Tennessee's already kind of made up their mind on what they're doing next year, even some of their most important key talent and coaching staff, in my estimation. Then you got a Seahawks team that has to bring this heat. And I've talked about it with the Woodman. I've talked about it here in the Dungeon. You have to find out, and I was actually talking to JB a couple minutes before the show, you have to find those ones that, sure, you could easily say, well, they have to win this game. Of course they're going to be up for playing this game. Every year it doesn't – what about the Colts against the Jags a couple of years ago yep. when all they needed to do was win it and a minus 12, 21 spread or whatever and lost outright? Sometimes teams just can't manage to do it. I think the Seattle Seahawks at minus two and a half, like it's just a field goal to get a dub here. I know they're, they're on the road, short week, quote-unquote. I, I, to, to me, I think it's Hawks by at least a tutty, but that two and a half line makes me really drool. Because if that's three, to, you know, even, then, you know, maybe I would rethink it just based on that full field goal. But when I could get that field goal, that little half point put me over the top. Yeah, I'm in on that. Give me Seahawks minus two and a half, JB. There, dude, there's one thing that makes me nervous about that, but I'm I'm all in with you. And the only okay. thing that makes me nervous is how Tennessee looked two weeks ago with Will Levis, chucking the ball down the field, hitting DeAndre Hopkins. Then last week, they just, it was a dud, everything. Hopkins did nothing. Henry did nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, dude, I, and then you look at the Seahawks. You just said Gino's probably going to play. He probably is, dude. I don't care if he doesn't. I'm no, taking right. minus. I'm taking minus two and a half, even if he doesn't play, sure. because Drew Locke is. He knows that offense. He's mobile. In fact, he's been a little more mobile in a few games I've seen him. He's been in a couple quarters. He's been a little more mobile than Geno Smith has this season uh, in his little starts. Yeah, I love that minus two and a half there, my friend. Let's go, baby. All right, we both have something we like. Maybe this time around we might not be so on board with each okay. other. Let's see. I'm not saying no. Uh, I'm just saying, maybe you never know. JB, second play of the week. I want to start by talking about the Minnesota Vikings last few games. Okay, let's look at their last few games. (laughs) On November 12th, they did beat the Saints uh, 27 to 19. Uh, The week after that, the Vikings lost uh, to the Broncos 21 to 20. That's November 19th. The week after that, we thought they were. November 27th, they lose 12-10 to the Bears. Mm -hmm. Mm 12-10. The week after that, they play the Raiders. Mm -hmm. The Raiders are one of the worst teams in the league right now. The Vikings squeak out a win, three to nothing. Diddly, poo. Then they put in Nick Mullins, the savior. He throws for (laughs) a couple of yards, bunch of red zone uh, turnovers, and gives up a massive lead to the Browning-led Bengals. Mm. And, a, and just a, a really bad loss for that team when they really needed it most. Yep. And they, they had them. They are going this week against the Detroit Lions, who conversely scored 33 
against the Saints. Lost to the Bears, but scored 13 against the Bears, which is more than the Vikings did. Just beat the Broncos 42-17, to a team that beat the Vikings just a week and a half ago uh, by one. And the Detroit Lions are playing for their first NFC North title in 30-plus years since 1991. Do you remember, Mr. Hagan? Do you remember the Lions game last year when they had nothing to play for? The Seahawks choked it. They won. The Lions are out of the playoffs. It's Sunday night football. Can I guess a team that they beat? Hmm. Please do. Go Pack Go. They beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau when the Packers were playing for their playoff life. And the Lions won that game when they had literally nothing to play for. The dirtier, the better. The dirtier, the better. I, you call me a homer all you want. Minus three here is criminal. It's it's absolutely criminal. The Lions are are one of the best offenses in the league. Their defense is getting C.J. Gardner-Johnson back. You might remember that guy from Yeah, Philly. I wish we still had him instead of Bradbury. Like I said, should have happened in the offseason, by you're, the way. You're telling me that you don't. our secondary was much improved, our defense mm. much improved against Denver. You're telling me that getting C.J. back and and possibly Aleem McNeil, and our, and our, who was out during that Broncos game, back, you tell me Nick Mullins is going to come out and beat this Lions team and we're going to have a chance to win the division for the first time in since 91? Let's go, baby. No chance. I'm taking this minus 10. I'm taking it. I'm taking the Lions minus 10. I tease it. I don't care. Tease it to minus 13. Lions Vegas. are going to win this game by multiple touchdowns. Minus three is free. You like that? I'm telling you, I'm on board with this one too. I was like, this is another one that I'm, dude, I'm not even going to blow smoke, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages in the dungeon right now and listening. If I were to make four picks this week, my next pick would round out that fourth. This is incredible to me. I love every bit of it. Um, The Detroit Lions, to me, I told JB earlier that this line stinks so much. I love it so much that it's got too much stink that I'm just like, why the fuck is that? Is this what it is? I told him I would have handicapped this at minus six and a half. And that's like, that's a huge deal, a three-and-a-half point when it comes to something like this. Like, what is going on with this line? Something's up. Nick Mullins, I don't care. You know, something's up. But, like, I'm glad he brought it to the forefront because this is something I want to bet and I need it. And I'll tell you what, from my perspective, and all yous can verify this shit, do not be afraid of covering or t- or taking the favorite to cover a small line when you think that it's bullshit. Like, this yeah. is wacky tobacky, and this year, normally, years past, that should raise some red flags. This year, uh-uh. Take it if you love it and make some dough on it, and I believe we all will now that JB brought uh, dude, it. Dude, I got a little nugget for you real quick, Please. too, about it. The Lions are 9-5 and five against the spread this season, tied for the best record in the NFL. Uh, they're 21 and 10 against the spread since the start of last season, the best record in the NFL. And they're 32 and 16 against the spread under Dan Campbell, tied with the Cowboys for the best record since 2021. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, I mean, dude, roaring, call, baby. call me a homer all you want, baby, but one pride. We're locking up the division, and I can't wait. Hey, I'm still I'm still holding out for that Lions Birds NFC championship game. And I'll see you there, JB, when it happens. Please, let's go. My man's dabbing. My man's doing his thing, and I'm going to do my thing for my second John here, and here we go. Last year, this game that I'm going to take right now, and yeah, I'm going to throw a total at you because your boy ain't messing with totals this year. Like, ain't I'm, I'm not, I'm not like I, I'm messing with them. I ain't losing them, is what I mean to say. All these over unders that I sniff out are on point, and this is one of them. And last year, if this game was being played, I think this would be at like 57 and a half. Oh, and I've joked about it. In a year where it's been low scoring across the board, I was kind of just saying, you know what? I really wonder what it would be like just to on all these weeks, just to take the over on the highest total of the week because you're, you're probably going to get incredible value on it with this year of crazy, crazy low totals and crazy low offensive production. And this is where I'm heading because I'm going to take the over on the lo- on the lowest or on the highest total. Give me over fifty. Dallas, Miami, and I'm telling you, I would put it like 57, 58, and I think last year it would have been put at that. And look, that theory I was talking about earlier with like just taking the highest total and taking the over, I would, I would, 
I, it's not proved yet this season. I haven't been able to go back and look, but I have a, certainly have a good feeling like this is going to happen this week. And here's why. Let's now I will get in some stats. You ready for this, Dungeon Owners? Uh, let's check out the Dallas Cowboys offensive production lately. Since their week seven bye week, the Cowboys have scored an average of 34.6 points a game. And by the way, that's including their shitty ass 10 point performance last week in Buffalo. I didn't wow. even try and like, you know, pad the stats for me to make this sound more appealing. No. This is what it is, even with that 10-point uh, stumble by them. And by the way, I'd, I'd bet going from a rainy, windy, cold Orchard Park to a 75-degree South Florida, that might have a positive effect on their on their offense. But also, I think they're going to be a little ticked off and game plan, game plan accordingly against a Miami defense that has shown some promise of late but are significantly dinged up across the board. But... Of course, the Finns D showed promise when they played teams like, oh, the Raiders, the Commanders, the Jets twice. Junk teams we're talking about. Okay, let's see how they've done stacked up three times. Yes, only three against teams over 500. That's right. We're in week 16. The almighty Miami Dolphins have only played three games against teams with an over 500 record. Let's see how many points they allowed those teams. Oh, I don't know, 41 to Buffalo, 31 to Philly, 21 to Kansas City, which, and I hope that was actually an easy one for you, is averages out to 31 points a game against, quote-unquote, good teams. I mean, all you have to do is be over 500. So this isn't me saying the Cowboys are taking this one to the house by any means. Not by any means at all, actually. The Dolphins, they should see Tyreek Hill back in the fold. Uh, that'll head one of the league's most dynamic and unpredictable offenses in the NFL. The Cowboys defense, they show it can be Swiss cheese at times too. So why bang my head against the desk trying to figure out this line? Plus one and a half. Man, that's a head scratcher. And who wins this game? I, you know, a a part of me is actually thinking Dallas wins outright, but then it's like Miami at home too. And in a warm weather game, like I could just, I could just go back and forth on that. Fuck that. Why do that when I'm pretty damn yep. sure that the one thing I can count on is that the opportunities that will be there on, on, on both sides of the offense will be plentiful no matter what side of the ball uh, a given team is on. So this has both teams written at least in 30 points all over. Like This is like a 41-35 game, something like that. Over 50, that bad boy, you, you might be counting that dough at halftime when it's like 21-20, and you're like, whoo, wow, all right. Why why the hell was this not over, you know, set at like 58-59? But, yeah, I'm loving the over 50. Dallas-Miami, JB. Dude, I love that, too, because I love games when you can look at an over-under, my friend, and, and you're like, the only way that doesn't happen is if this one thing happens. The only way yeah. that, that, that that doesn't hit is if is if Miami just does like doesn't show up right? Like, that's it. That, Dallas it's, is putting up points in this game. They are 100. percent And and look at look at what the Bills did. Look at how Arizona beat Dallas. You beat them by running right at Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. You don't think that with that uh, a chain and Mostert are going to be able to run the ball? I mean, they they might each get 100 yards. Uh, it's it, I'm with you on the over. I think it should be higher. We are in agreement, and I would tell you if we weren't. I know you would, dude. We but got I'll tell that. You what, dude? We're not we're not in agreement about one thing. I love, I love Miami minus one and a half here. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, That's I love because I think they win this game, and I think it's, I think it's a shootout, which loves your over. And so I'm like, dude, Miami wins. I mean, just, just there's just no way. And then Dallas has. to You don't talk. think I'd be happy with that outcome? JB? I know you would. <laughs> That's gonna be really good for you winning the division. And then what? What happens after that? When the when the Cowboys get the Lions after losing two straight, and the Lions win the division, it's gonna be fun. It's, it's going to be gonna fun. Be real fun. I love that pick. I love that over. That's bold. Let's go. It is bold. It is bold. But I'm telling you, like, you got to, you got to look, I, 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 I hope everybody's been telling. We've been all built on a bankroll that we have the ability now, and there's no better feeling than sports gambling to have the ability. And JB can attest to this because my man's on fire that you can now be bold and not really worry about it right now. You know what I mean? Yep. This is the time you made your dough. You had a great year. Be bold and try and make that next little push before the playoffs get started. And holy fuck, if that ain't a good segue for what I got coming to you. But of course, always, we go to our boy first for something we like to call here the pay dirt prop. 
But on the bagels and locks, we call it the Court Hour Patterson Cordy Pats Memorial Touchdown End Zone Celebration. But it's the pay dirt prop right here, and that's the the fine folk we think that we're going to hit the uh, hit hit the end zone this week. Who's finding paint and pay dirt this weekend, JB? I don't know if anybody had a chance to catch the uh, horrifically way too close, should not have been on TV, Patriots-Chiefs game the other day. <laughs> I mean, it was close for far too long. I thought you were going to say an injury for a second. No, and you look at you look at you know Zappy and what he's doing with New England right now. It's annoying. Uh, it's yeah, I still think Mac Jones might be better, and that's saying something because I don't like Mac Jones. Uh, but Jones. Hunter Henry has been getting the ball. He has had a resurgence. It's been insane. If you just type in his name and hit news and look at every single article, is just like the resurgence of Hunter. Wait, Henry. Hunter Henry nudes? You've been typing no, that in news. Oh, news. Okay. news. Okay. Just, they like to make sure you, you know. Look at that again. Yeah, okay. I like to look at that again. Yeah, please. Uh, he had, I, I, he's had multiple touchdowns in the last few weeks. I mean, the dude is just on fire. There's he's no one. There's no one else. There's no one else for him to throw the ball to in the end zone. Um, so here's the thing. He is a little bit dinged up. I do believe he missed practice uh, today. I think he's going to be good to go. So allow me to give a backup if that's okay. Sure, of course. I love Hunter Henry. I wish gonna... we would do that more often on this show because a lot of times we'll pick somebody who gets Yeah, go for it. Really? Yes. By the way, Hunter Henry, because uh, Woodman brought this to my attention. I don't know if you know this, but Caesar's Sportsbook. I don't have an account there, but I do use the app. They have up their tutty scores like way early. And okay. Hunter Henry is actually not even. Oh, yes, he is. Plus 500. Yeah, I what? like that a lot. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. And, and, and can I can I give you a little nugget? Yes. How about this? How about this for a nugget? Uh, so last week, the Detroit Lions, huh, Homer here, uh, played the Denver Broncos, which That's is who right. the Patriots play this week. Uh, you might remember a guy by the name of Sam Laporta scoring. Um, I think he might have won my way for a league. Yeah. Not two. But three touchdowns that game. What, was I surprised? No, I wasn't because the Broncos give up more yards to uh, tight ends than any other team in the league. Struggling. So give me a Hunter Henry tutty. Mm. Uh, and if he doesn't play, okay. then then just I'm going to keep it as simple as possible. Sure. I think the Bills are going to score 50 points. Uh, the Chargers defense is washed. And you're crazy if you don't think that Diggs is getting one of those tutties. So give me a give me a Diggs backup if Hunter Henry doesn't go, but I love Hunter Henry. Am I right in saying that Stephon Diggs probably hasn't scored a touchdown in like two or three weeks? It's... I, I, believe, I believe it's been something like that. Uh, but I'm just saying that if that is true, and I'm looking at it right now, yeah, it's been three weeks since he scored. Yeah, since he scored November 26th against the Eagles. One touchdown in five games, in his last five games. So I'll give you one better. Yes, sir. He has scored one, two three touchdowns in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. Right. There we go. I like three the one in five better, okay? Ratio wise. Okay. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's pretty incredible. I mean, you know what that's going to be? That's probably going to be Diggs plus like, I don't know, 130. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In a smash game like it. that? Sure. Smash it big time. I love every bit of it. Yo, I thought I was coming with the marbles. I thought I was coming with the big balls to the pay dirt prop this week. JB just pulls out a plus 500. Well, guess what? I'm not too far behind. Plus Ooh. 500 for this cat. All right? And I got to tell you something about that. It's the season of giving, and my sack is full, everybody. Wait. wait uh, <laughs> what I meant to say, you don't, you don't even need to sit on my lap to get this present. All right. I'll stop with that. What I mean to say is this is the gift that keeps on giving. And for my Birds fans out there, you know what week it is? It's Giants week, motherfuckers. So think of your boy when you hit this juicy John and you're cutting that roast beast on Christmas dinner, Christmas Day. You might know the 25th of December as Jesus' birthday, but I'll tell you what. To me, this year in 2023, it's going to be known as the day the giant killer has been brought back to life. Who am I talking about? Chat, do you know who I'm talking about? It's a one guy by the name of Boston Scott for the Philadelphia Eagles. 4.33 p.m. Eastern time game. And look at the tutty score on this cat. What? See, now DK doesn't even want to show it. They had him up. <gasps> yeah, there he goes. Okay. Where are we at? Please tell me. So, plus 500. My man. Wow. Be 
And here's the thing. We're talking Boston Scott here. I know it's Rando, 11th string running back of the most infuriating professional football team in sports. You're filled up the Eagles. <laughs> but I got to be honest, when I saw the schedule drop this year, I was like, son of a bitch, I got to wait the week 16 for my guaranteed Kajish. And I'll <laughs> tell you why, for those that don't know, I'll go over the stats because is this something nationally known, JB? Like, well, are, you hip, what, are you hip to the giant killer? I'll tell you what, uh, I am. And before I knew you, I okay. saw someone talk about it last year when they played each other. I was mm-hmm. like, no way. And he, yeah, I mean, he's, it's crazy. Well, Mav is in here. Mav's like, uh, uh, Boston Scott drove this on. Guy. My man Pots and Pants is probably like, what's going on here? Well, I, I thought we, Web Train even's like, what, what, what's going on? What, what? Listen, let me throw it out there for those that don't know this Eagles approach to the Giants that's been happening since my man's been in the league. Boston Scott has played in eight games against the Giants. He has 10 total touchdowns in those eight games. To put that in perspective, my man has been in the league since 2019 and has 17 total touchdowns for his career. So, yeah, 10 of those have been against the G-Men. And this has become something funny that they even do on purpose, okay? Yeah. The the coaching staff does this on purpose now. It's trolling the Giants. And I don't know. If you don't know it, folks, do a little uh, YouTube search. Boston Scott, Giant Killer. It, you're going to have some fun with it. But they do go out of the way at times to make sure he finds pay dirt just to keep the gag going. And, hey, if it's patting my wallet, have at it, Eagle Play Callers. And, obviously, there's no analytics being brought to the table for this pick. It's just a fun John to roll with, and I could lose this bet 10 times before I might catch up to what I've made placing it the past few seasons, okay? Uh, there's only one little thing this year that could mess with this, and that's just simply, like, how brutal, like, how awful that this fucking Eagles team has played Look at lately. this guy. He's awful. The, the, the way they play the, lately has just been – terrible so that could kind of fuck with it if like this game's close and they actually just need to get their best talent in there but to me you know you could say maybe this isn't time isn't a time to keep this playful boston scott touchdown john alive but then again the birds to me jb this is probably my fifth pick i just don't want to do it because i don't want to bet the birds anymore but they're due for like an absolute utter breakout and with the giants coming to town christmas day Philly could easily be up three tutties and in the third quarter and just decide to send everyone who tails this pick a nice little Christmas matinee gift, you know? So it's funny because when I wrote the notes for this show last night, I thought that Vegas would be privy to this now, JB. Yeah. And it it turns out some ain't. Here's the one thing I want to show you. So I went on DraftKings, and when I saw that, I spit out my drink. I was like, are you kidding me? It's a plus 500 because that's what I used to get it at. Plus 500, plus 700, plus 800 before like a couple years ago. Now they're catching on. Let me go ahead and uh, stop sharing DK. And let me go ahead and share FanDuel for a second for you. As you can see, Boston Scott on FanDuel plus 280. Yo, that's actually crazy. Because they know. They know, and I'm sure DK would will get a window. Here's the thing. I can guarantee you come Christmas afternoon, it's not plus 500 on DK anymore. Get it when you can get it. Get it before it drops big time. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Normally, we do a half unit on these, Johns. My man, I don't know if my man Potch Pants is going to follow it, but your boy, Hollywood, this is a full unit smash. Okay. <laughs> Wow. I put a a full unit at plus 500 on Boston Scott to score a touchdown. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Love your boy, Hollywood. I love that. I love that, man. I'm all in. I just want everyone here to just put something on Boston Scott. You know what could be really fun? Like, say you have a couple bucks. You you don't want to dick around with it. Do like a... um, a parlay, like a, a anytime touchdown score parlay. Do a do a couple on Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Digs might hit. Like yep. I'm definitely doing. I'm definitely doing a Henry, or Henry. Uh, I just combined Hunter Henry together as Henry. Dude, could you imagine a Henry Boston Scott plus five Hundy on mm. each side? That's got to pay out what, like plus forty five hundred. I'm doing that, but have some fun with it and just sprinkle in on a parlay the plus five hundred Boston Scott. And you can root for that on Christmas Day and make yourself. And and if you do it that way, you can cash out a little bit if you're nervous. My man, 
I tell you what, dude. I tell you what. I I'm with you on this one. I'm gonna sprinkle a little on it, not a mm-hmm. unit, but I'm gonna sprinkle something on it because I love you and I've seen it. I've seen them do it. Let's go. Uh, I will say I don't. I, I don't think that it matters whether or not they win big or not. I think that they're gonna try to get them a tutty either way, which puts it which which helps your bet. You know, it does. And you know what? With all that, see them winning by ten. Yeah, and, and it happened. And t- and you're right. You're right. You know, the oppos are going to be there on the goal line no matter what. The Eagles always have two or three yep. at the line. And it dude, always imagine, seems imagine, like... Imagine they tush push them. Imagine they tush push dude. Boston Scott. Dude! Dude. I, I just, that. And another thing I love is this game's at home. So you know if they're at the one, the Eagles fans are going to, like, get... We dude, would actually probably of Boston Scott, I'll lose my mind. Dude, if they tush... Dude, I wish I could get the odds for that, John. Homie, that'd be incredible. It would be a, awesome. A Boston awesome. Scott brotherly shove for a big time full unit win let's go but before that let's go ahead and make money even well before that game or even the other games we talked about could happen we're heading to as you are hearing this on the pod tonight's game as you're seeing us on twitch tomorrow night's game thursday night football we like to make a pick and and woody woody's having a great year once again killed it last week with a two-leg parlay at plus 128 that hit uh, I'm not doing so hot on the Thursday night picks, but funnily, funnily enough, I'm four and nine for the week. While well, JB, yeah, JB on the other hand, he's kind of king, king shit over there. And your boy gets up. your boy gets all his gambling money on Thursday night. I uh, we we know. I'm sometimes there in person. I love every bit of it. Um, but yeah, so Thursday night football, and and for those that listen to the show, are like, wait, Hollywood, it's it's time for the easy teasy. Where are you at? I'm well, teasing you, bitch. I'm teasing you, okay? Because I'm not doing easy teasy anymore. It's the only segment of the show that I've been losing money on this year. Easy teasy's done. After after what happened last week and the Eagles the week before and Bills and da da da, I'm done with losing a teasy by like a a, a a pube hair anymore. I'm out. I'm not doing it. I'm making all this money on on all this other shit. Why not have some fun? And we're gonna have some fun uh, making money before, you know, th- what I love about hitting Thursday night bets, JB, especially when we're doing some live streams together is building up that bankroll a little bit more, even before the, you know, the, at the time, the Sunday games, but now Saturday, Sunday, Monday games, yep. JB's going to tell us how we should put our money to a winner this Thursday night. Uh, well, I'm going to, am I allowed to do a parlay? Is that, I heard that correctly. Oh yeah, of course. I'm going I'm to give you a parlay that I like quite a bit. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with looking at the Rams uh, schedule, and we're just gonna look at the last few weeks. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to look at against the Cardinals on November 26th. They put up 37 points uh, that against the Browns' incredible mm. defense. Right, December 3rd, they put up 36 against the Ravens, arguably a top two team in the NFL. They put up 31 and only lost by six there. And then they played the Commanders and put up 28. They're on fire. You might look at the middle of the season and wonder what the heck happened to that offense. You look at the beginning of the year. They put up a ton of points. Uh, Let's look over here at the Saints. You got uh, last week, 24 against the Giants. Week before that, 28 against the Panthers. Week before that, 28 against the Lions. Week before that, 15, not great. Week before that, 19. Week before that, 24. Both these teams are averaging over 20 points easily a game Crazy. in the last few weeks, easily. And you have to understand that the reason the reason that the Rams are putting up tons of points now and put up a ton of the beginning and we're struggling in the middle is that Stafford was hurt. If you're not a diehard Stafford fan like me or a Rams fan, you might not know that. Uh, so I love the over in this game. I know it's crazy. It's prime time. It's Thursday night. Um, you oh, know, the sta- good the Saints you. defense is not that good. The Rams defense is very young outside of Aaron Donald. Not that good. I think you're going to see a lot of points scored in this game. So give me the over okay. 46. All right. And then I need you to understand that the only way that that over is going to hit is if Stafford's throwing for over 249. And Stafford is all... I mean, he's been Dude, down to 247 and a half. So let's go. Let's go. It's he, he threw for 258 against commanders, 294 against the Ravens, 279 against the Browns. Uh, you, you go back to the Steelers, 231, 226. Not a lot because he was hurt. He's not. The lowest quarterback rating he's had in the last five weeks is 103. Mm. Stafford is going to cook. He's going to throw the ball to Kyron Williams, who's healthy. 
crazy. So dude. don't worry about Williams running. Like he's going to get his rushing yards for sure. But Kyren is going to get a bunch of receiving yards. So let me go with just that simple over 46 and over 247. It gets you to plus 174. Yeah. I'm cheering for the Saints because I don't want to see Stafford in, in Detroit in the playoffs, but I do love this bet. Let this be known to the folks out here that actually want to make money and that spit on seeing a plus 174 on a two-legger. Listen, when as a Woodman showed last week, if you're serious about making money, this is how you do it, okay? You don't go ahead and try and turn 20 into 600 all the time, which we like to have fun with, and sometimes we'll hit, and that's gravy. But if you're serious about making your dough, you go with the J- JB route, what he just laid out there. And that was badass. He just explained exactly why these two, basically, if he were to start any parlay, this is where he would start everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are the first two rungs on that ladder. So instead of going over zealous, adding a third, four, and five, these are two that he is more comfortable with than anything. And he's going to sit back and collect that dough over 46. And that Stafford one is a given to me over 247 and a half passing yards. Uh, for plus 174, 1.74 to your money. Let's go. Hammers in. Hammers round. Go Let's get go. it, baby. Um, yeah, big time. All right, so I found something that I like a little funky in here, and I'm going to go to the game props. And I've won money. Is it scoring props? It is scoring props. I'm sorry. Uh, I've won money doing this on a few games, and you got to pick and choose because there's a weird, weird stat out here or a, or a, a wager out here to be made and it's always in favor of the no where is it why is it not here right now is it game props special team props where did i miss it oh no it's right here it's right in front of my goddamn face all right either team to score three unanswered times yes is minus 175 no is plus money and it always is which is so weird but i love it for this game because the Saints, all they do is find the red zone and choke to death, okay? And then they'll just punch in a little field goal, and they'll mosey on down again. You know, they'll waddle their asses down there, choke again, punch in a field goal, okay? Ooh. They didn't do it last week against the Giants because your boy told you that it wouldn't happen. On Bagels and Locks, my pick was uh, Saints minus five and a half. Easy, peasy. But what did JB just say about what he likes about the over? about the point uh, production potential of this game, about Maddie Stafford finding, picking, and choosing, definitely yep. getting to probably at least 250. Well, they're going to go ahead and put up points too. They have more of a inclination to put that ball in pay dirt than I believe that the Saints do. However, I believe that these teams will bounce back and forth. JB, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but that maybe that's why you didn't go for the line as much as you did for the over. Uh, I think that if Saints minus four or plus four to me might be a little bit attractive, but I'm not going to do that. I'll take the plus 135 on the fact that if the Rams score twice and then the Saints kick a field goal, this bet resets. Right. Like you're back. Right. You know what I mean? So now you need the Saints not to score two more times before the Rams do. I don't, in this game, I do think it's, especially at the last week. You saw that game, which was the biggest boat race in the history of the NFL. Uh, this week's going to be a little bit back and forth, I do believe. So give me no for either team to score three unanswered times for plus one thirty-five. A little funky piece. Yeah, know? I can't believe I can't believe that's not reversed. Right, like the the odds there. That's crazy. I, I love that. I actually think the Rams minus four is kind of nice. Uh, I, oh, I, I, okay. I actually put money on the Rams minus four and then cashed out and lost money. Because I didn't want to cheer for that, I'm cheering for for the Saints to win, and I'm trying to have fun tomorrow night. So, uh, but I I don't hate plus four Saints either. So I'm with you. Field goal trades all game long, and I love like. Are you gonna watch the game just hoping for that? Because you're gonna get resets all the time. It's so fun. fun, dude. Yeah, that's fine. you know, it's a lot. big bet. It's a it's a fun bet to root yeah. for. You know, it, it, it's there for every game, by the way. And typically, JB, almost all of them are on the plus side. I guess we wouldn't really – like, when I look at my score app when I'm looking at random games and just seeing – it's very rarely that it's just Pepper in one team unless it's like a Chiefs-Raiders game or something like that. I mean, these are two, I think, pretty even teams. Why Why not? You know, especially for the Saints, they're so good at, at, at midfield. Like, or, or yeah. even their own – like, when they see – I can see clearly now. They can just – they can dink and dunk. But when they get within that 20 – 
you know, that red zone, they got that 30 yards, including the end zone to work with. Derek Carr panics, man. It's a weird, weird thing. But then they just punch in a field goal. So it's it, yep. it's, it's a fun little bet. All right. So now that I got rid of the easy teasy, that will wrap up the show. Oh, wait, will it? Ooh. Before we get going. I know it's been tough sledding for a lot of people in all walks of life, okay? In this shitty-ass economy, and we're none different. So whether you your place of work gave you a shitty one or you didn't even send those... <laughs> it's time for a Christmas bonus is what I'm trying to say. A Christmas bonus! We're giving everybody a Christmas bonus. And JB, what we like to say here on this show, what, what the show used to be called, this podcast used to be called Jump the Sharp. Back in the days of Jump the Sharp, me and the Woodman used to give every week something we called a Hail Mary Parlay. And I'm going to say it returns this week as a Christmas bonus to everybody out there. JB and Hollywood extend you your Christmas bonus, whether you got one from work or not. And what this is, is, as I mentioned earlier, if you caught me being on John's at Bearded Blevins Twitch stream doing primetime football games, doing the watch-alongs, uh, we will just throw together when we have some off time, you know, maybe at halftime or a commercial. We'll create what we would, would, I don't know, deem a bearded degenerate special, which typically like consists that. of like a four legish parlay, um, in college or NFL for at least 10 to one odds. Plus, yeah, we, one, try, we, we try to get it to plus 1,000. Plus 1,000. So, you know, right now, while the NCAA is like all oh, cattywampus with their wacky ass ball games and their freaking transfer portal nonsense, I say we take a nice, juicy NFL, John JB, before we get out of here. I told you I was going to just do a little I'm surprise at the end. I'm excited. And we, we, we like to wing it. And we're going to wing it here on the pod. We'll bring up DK as we do it. And AO chat. Throw in what you live. dig this week. What's that, JB? I'm placing this bet live with you. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I will be doing it immediately as well. Chat, if you like anything this week, if you see it on the screen as you're watching, if you have your phone out or whatnot, let us know what you think. Uh, shout out your favorite bets of the week. And, JB, I'm going to say we cannot include anything of our plays of the week. All right. I'm fine so with let's that. Just, let's just kind of wing it here. So, Saints-Rams, we kind of covered it. We both are kind of against each other on the line, even though you placed a bet. Even though you... I want to, even though I want to cheer for a Saints plus four, right? And I would be on Saints plus four, but not as much as I'll just kind of make this funky one bet that I mentioned and have some fun. Bengals Steelers, Bengals minus two. Uh, is that something you dig over under thirty seven? I don't. I don't like Bengals minus two. I like Bengals money line. I'm in on that because I've been – I was so close. I actually told uh, your boy T-Wills, I told him, that you know, when we were in a, your chat earlier, I said, yo, you might want to tune into the to the pod tonight because I got something to say. And at that time, JV, I was on Steelers plus two and a half. It moved to two, and for some reason, that little half point got me way off. Well, I Mason Rudolph starting, I think. Yeah, and I, not that Mitch Trubisky would, you know, move the needle for me anyways, but it really got me thinking Bengals. Bengals minus 130 is in. Like Flynn, we talked Bills, yep. Chargers, um, Packers, Panthers. The line's moving now. Like it was, what, minus four and a half? Now it has uh, moved. Dude, can I say? Five. I think it moved. Can I say, like, Packers, my, if the Packers lose this mm. game, it, they're, they're like, they're, everyone's getting fired. Everyone. LaFleur's going uh, with Joe Barry. I think the Packers kind of win by a lot. Minus five, I like. Oh, you're taking minus five? Yeah, dude. Like, if they like, they should smoke the Panthers. Can we take money line? Just be safe. See what happens. Let's do it. I well, hold, my, let's do it. All right, minus two twenty-five money line. I got a feeling like the Panthers score some. Like, think about it. The Packers are up ten, and Panthers score some wacky touchdown right, at the end money of the line. game. Money because line. the Panthers will not stop. They won't necessarily stop being. They're like the pesky, you know. The kid who grew up like down the street, like, dude, we're trying to play. Come on, yep, knock it off. Um, all right, what do we got in chat here, real quick? What do you like, Sutton? The doc is in. Where are yeah, you? Sutton, doc? Sutton was just agreeing with what I just said. Oh, some Jordan Love. Okay, yep, minus right. five, big time. V flags on board with Browns, Texans, both of them. Yeah, I think we might. Uh, we talked about Lions, Vikings. We're at the Browns, Texans. We're here, dude. And I don't like the. I don't like this game at all. If I'm doing anything, I'm going. Texas money line. Great. All right. So I was going to go Texas plus two and a half. All right. Let's do Texas plus two and a half. All right. Give me two and a half. Uh, give me the points just in case. <laughs> do you want to alt point it? 
Do you want to get? Nah, nah, no, it's fine. Right. Do we get three and a half, JB? Nah, let's keep it simple. JB, listen, nah. I'll, I'll go money line with you, but let's let's just go take the points. No, we'll take the points. We'll take the two and a half. All right, Colts We're Falcons four oh six. Dude, like like the Grinch would say, I like I'm, I'm not, not touching that with a thirty nine and a half foot pole. Colts should win that game, but well. That, that did help us out before. Right now, we have Bengals money line, Packers money line, Texans plus two and a half at plus 406. We're only two legs away from getting there. Dude, uh, how about Tampa money line? Uh, no. Nope. Dude, Trevor Lawrence is out. Is it official? It's not official, but I mean, there's been like one player all season who's been in concussion protocol who played the next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think even Beat Hard can get the Jags a W there. Stop it. You do not. <laughs> I do. Baker's been cooking. I know. That's why he's due for like a literal fall off the cliff. It's All Baker. Right, we're, not it then. we're not touching it. And by the way, I'm not touching the Bears game with you unless you're with me on Kyler Murray plus four. Done. Arizona Cardinals plus four because honestly, that was on my cutting room floor. I think they well. win. So I'm down with plus four. All right. Do we want to just, dude, here's the thing. We need Before one more. We got to the other games. I was going to say, do you want to just go Cardinals money line? That puts us at 1266. Because if we hit these three, then we're just sitting watching that game. I like it. Oh, yeah, I agree. Look at the other ones. Patriots, Broncos. I mean, I would have laid the Broncos at minus five like they were originally. I'm not down with this yet with the minus six and a half. And I don't want to root on Broncos money line because that's when they'll lose. (laughs) You know? Right. Uh, Raiders, Chiefs. Like, no point in putting a Chiefs money line in. Otherwise, minus 10 for the Chiefs. I don't love it. I don't you, love minus 12 for the Eagles. No. And, but I do love plus five for the Ravens. Yeah, see, I don't. So I think we're where we need to be right now. 66, dude. I think we – so, chat, this is where we're at right now. Cincinnati Bengals, minus 130, money line. Packers, go Pack, go, minus 225. Texans getting two and a half points at minus 102. And the Arizona football Cardinals – Money line plus 170. Dude, that's free. That is plus 1266. Ladies and gentlemen, do what you will with that and have at it. JB is putting it in friggin' live. Ready to win plus four Hondi, baby. Look at that. You do it do too. It live. Do it live, everybody. Do it Come live. on. All right. I'm I'm on board with that. Dude, bit. welcome to your bonus, ladies and gentlemen. Yo. That's a Christmas bonus. I can tell you what, dude. I look at that and I'm like, what you and I usually do, for those who don't watch, when we do our live uh, stream together during a game, we usually say which leg we're most nervous about. I'm not nervous about any of those. If I did that, JB, I would say none. Yeah, none. (laughs) None. I just listen, Kyler Murray, he was cooking against uh, the Niners. He just had that pick six. That was it. Yeah, he was cooking. Like the Bears, the Bears offense is not going to be able to outscore Kyler. They're just not. Dude, when you watch him run towards out of bounds and he puts his arm out real quick just to get that first down, yep. but when you see his legs, do you not hear the Scooby Doo? Like, yeah, dude, all the time. Uh, it's amazing. Honestly, if I were to say, like, if you gun the head, what what leg I didn't like the most about it, I would probably be a little weary of the Steelers' money line. I know it's weird to say, but but that's saying how much confidence I have in this. Overall, JB, I'm just like we didn't pick the Steelers. No, I'm saying I I could see Steelers beating the Bengals. Like oh no, little teeny bit, no shot, a little teeny bit. But if that doesn't happen, I think this is a plus twelve sixty six winner all day, our day. Oh, I like you, JB, and so do the Dungeoners. Thank you so much for being here, Week Sixteen. JB, real quick before we get out of here, I want you to talk a little bit about we we know at Bearded Blevins is where you find you on all your socials. You're doing some awesome work out there, and you have an incredible podcast that uh, anybody that has kids would love to know about. Do you mind shouting that out? Uh, yeah, dude. So we do a sports show once a week called Ben, Kurt, and Blevins Bros. That's either uh, that's usually it, it switches. So don't worry about that. Just check it out on Twitch. Yep. And then we do a podcast for parents called Is This for Kids? You can check it out. Is This for Kids dot com. There's a lot of media out there: movies, music, TV, uh, you know, video games, etc. Uh, YouTube channels. And it's impossible for parents to keep up and watch all of it. So my co-host, Mrs. Ruby, who has five kids, myself, I have three. Uh, we watch it for you, review it, and then you can take that advice and do with it what you will and make decisions, making sure that your kids are being kept safe with all the content online. Is this for kids.com. Check it out. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we had a blast here. Uh, we're rolling into a jam-packed Christmas slate in the NFL. 
I mean, you next, what is it? Who next four out of five days have some NFL action. And for the degenerates out there, especially you Dunjoners, I hope we put a little fuel in that fire to make your Christmas and your holidays a little bit more special. Johnny Blevins, my man, pots and pans. Thank you so much for your time. Love you, brother. And uh, everybody at Bearded Blevins, there's no better community in the world. Uh, you got to check him out if you haven't checked him out on Twitch or, or all his socials. My man's aces. JB, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Much love. I love our friendship. Go win some cash and have a happy holiday, my friend. Big time. You as well. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody out there. This is your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen. Thanks for JB being here. For the Woodman, David Woody, and everybody at the Glass Kind of Network, this is the Degenerate Dungeon. You can catch us Sunday morning right here in the lounge, Twitch-only style for the Bagels and Locks. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your Thursday night football dubs that JB and I brought you, and we'll catch up with you on the next pod. Degenerate Dungeon style. Ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Best of luck. Giddy up. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.